0: On this special episode of the Think Tank series on the New Chemist podcast, we aim to promote financial and intellectual investments, support and engagement for developing countries such as the Commonwealth of the Bahamas, for higher education and skill integration, skill acquisition and skill transfers, as well as providing the tools to build research capacity with institutes, centers and universities. Many thanks to leaders and mentors, such as Dr. W. Ferguson and Ms. Veronica Ferguson, a professor at the University of the Bahamas. Again, the findings, insights, opinions, and ideas represent those solely of my guests and I, and today they reflect mine
1: solely. Welcome to this special episode
0: of the Think Tank series on the new Chemist Podcast. As mentioned earlier, the focus today is the developing world, namely countries such as the Commonwealth of the Bahamas, and the role of education and skill acquisition in the form of a situational analysis and review. What if we viewed learning through the lens of a cognitive business model? that was personal, relational, and experiential. Does this allow for a tighter correlation or correlation between learning, knowledge, and skill acquisition?
1: As mentioned earlier, the focus today is the developing world. So, moving along. We are faced not with two separate crises, one environmental
0: and the other social, but rather with one complex crisis, which is both social and environmental. Strategies for a solution demand an integrated approach to combating poverty, restoring dignity to the excluded, and at the same time protecting nature. Pope Francis said that in Nodato's C. Indeed, this integrated approach to tackling issues encountered in the world today requires a good sound and precise education. The new chemist company and division podcasting division rather is proposing that financial investment and intellectual engagement and support in the name of the integrated approach to fighting poverty. The intentional striving for actualized peace, as Ralph Bunch spoke of, can be translated into equity and education for a number of individuals. Now, this goal and approach coincides with the SDGs, Sustainable Development Goals. And you know it's unfortunate that many times uh, developing countries are overlooked. Um, it comes to uh, funding so it's established that one of the benefits of education is its capacity to provide the tools for long-term pragmatic granular and analytical based planning and development and
1: this can provide this can be provided to skill acquisition so In this episode, we're going to focus on a few countries and talk about some of the issues that these countries are facing,
0: um, to shine a light on some things, and also to provide uh, avenue or interests as we talk about uh, what countries are facing when it comes to their economic situations. So let's talk about Antigua and Barbuda, starting off. Antigua and Barbuda, uh, a group of countries that's a part of the Northeast Caribbean chain of islands. They are situated on the Barbuda Bank. In the UN's Human Development Index report in 2014, they were ranked 58th for the country's Human Development Index. This development index sheds light on some of the country's human development characteristics, such as life expectancy, literacy rate, and gross domestic product. In the 2014 report by Dr. Janiel Gore-Francis, in conjunction with the environmental division of the Ministry of Agriculture, Housing, Lands, and the Environment of the Antiguan and Barbarian Ministry, it showed that the GDP per capita was made up of transportation and communications leading the way, government services followed, then construction, then financial and business services, and then hotel and restaurants. So as we look at this 2014 report, it highlights that the agriculture sector contributed only 3.6% to the value of the GDP of Antigua and Barbuda in 2005, and has continued its steady decline for a number of years, quoting the report. This highlighted and further explained that service-oriented areas, such as the tourism, such as tourism, rather, primarily contributes to most of the GDP, gross domestic product. Moreover, as noted in the report, this highlights the shift of many Caribbean countries from farming and resource-based economies to service economies, while the economy of the country is not that strong when it comes to economic diversity. Along with these issues, there are also socioeconomic socioeconomic issues such as poverty, environmental degradation due to natural disasters and hurricanes. So if we narrow in on what key issues this report highlights and other reports highlight, Uh, environmental control, for example, with invasive species, financial management, energy resource and consumption, uh, infrastructural issues, which refers to inadequate infrastructure to support development, and a lack of economic resilience against climate issues such as natural disasters. Also, uh, the report also noted that there is a social issue of crime. So let's continue moving along, discussing Caribbean nations in an effort to shine a light on the issues, point to areas where help can be rendered, and develop a framework for more discussions and potentially financial engagement and intellectual support. So let's look at Aruba. Aruba is a country within the southern part of the Caribbean chain, as associated under the Kingdom of Netherlands. In the IMF's International Monetary Fund's report of the country, it highlighted that the GDP of Aruba has been on decline, the decline, since the late 1990s, due to the business closures and industry failures, such as the oil refining industry and tourism industry. However, improvement in these areas has occurred as noted in 2012, with the industry reframing, reframing and tourism development. The GDP was known to be 4.8 in the 1990s, 2% during 2000 to 2007, and it contracted to 2.4% during 2008 to 2012. Notably, the tourism industry is not competitive when compared to other Caribbean countries due to wage issues. So along with these and many other challenges, Aruba also has labor market issues. For example, highly regulated market, and highly, a highly regulated market, preventing development, in some areas, skill labor shortage. Um, it's established that island economies tend to have the challenge, either due to the brain drain or just the lack of skill sets. Energy resource and consumption diversification. Um, utility availabilities diversification, of, and service sector improvement. Regional, urban, residential, and provisional infrastructure. Those are some of the issues that Aruba has. So let's talk about the Bahamas, a country that I hold death to my heart. Bahamas is an ocean archipelago. The country consists primarily of 700 islands over thousands, tens of thousands of square kilometers. The country is in the northern part of the Caribbean and has 60% of its GDP derived from tourism, which employs approximately 50% of the workforce. Evidently, the economy is gradually becoming more diversified, but more needs to be done. While it's primarily a service economy, and yet one of the highest income com- countries in the Caribbean, um, it's established that the financial services sector adds to the economy. And most of this is based off of offshore banking. Meanwhile, other resorts, industries such as agriculture, oil refining. Maritime transshipment salt production, rum manufacturing, aragonite, and pharmaceuticals contribute only 77% of the GDP. With the agricultural industry being such a minor contributor to the economy, the country is primarily dependent on importing goods and foreign investments. This highlights a possible food security issue, as well as economic stability and a financial security issue. Along with that, the average annual GDP growth is around uh, less than 10%. And this is a result of multiple factors. Some factors that have contributed to this are governmental in terms of regulation, policies, and financial management, um, and other deterrent factors that may be addressed to the change in the human development climate. Notably, the main issues are diversification and services sector improvement, occupational segregation, labour market segmentation, economic forecasting, budgeting, planning and constrained and limited or short-sighted financial management, regional, urban, residential, and provisional infrastructure, environmental regulation, protection, policy management, and safety. So those are the issues that these reports highlight. Let's talk about Barbados. Barbados is an island nation in the southeastern part of the Caribbean Sea. It has a history of high investment in human resource development. In a report of Barbados by the IMF, International Monetary Fund, it showed how, like other countries, Barbados was critically affected by the economic crises of 2008. However, the data suggests that it was affected in some ways more than other countries. Further, there were some issues with measurement and data concerning the economy. Barbados, like many other countries, is heavily dependent on the services sector of the economy. In a report by Ernst Young, a focus on Barbados's budget, they appeared to highlight some similar issues in Barbados for other Caribbean countries, such as economic stability, economic forecasting, budgeting, planning and constrained and limited or short-sighted financial management, human communication and international trade, tax and its regulation, energy resource and consumption, diversification, manufacturing and processing efficiency, utility availability, and distribution. According to the Commonwealth of Nations fact sheet, the distribution of GDP for the country was primarily based off of services, followed by industry, then a small percent for agriculture. In the Bank executive briefing for the Global Economic Committee, an expected GDP for Barbados was noted to be 1.5% in 2016 with a high gross debt to GDP ratio. Moving right along, let's talk about the Cayman Islands. The Cayman Islands is a chain of three islands in the Western Caribbean, with Grand Cayman being the biggest. The Cayman Islands is geographically a part of the Cayman Ridge, which extends westward from Cuba. According to the Cayman Islands Government, Economic and Statistics Office, quarterly economic report. The gross domestic product grew at an annualized rate of 2.4%, and its forecasted GDP growth is at 2.1%. Some of the major issues in the Cayman Islands economy are diversification and services, um, are in rather the diversification and services sector, um, the development of the tourism sector. The main industries, according to the Cayman Islands government website, when this report was compiled, the main industries noted were. The services, services such as financial services, tourism, real estate, and development. So continuing this review, situational analysis and review, let's talk about Cuba. Some of the main problems have been environmental regulation, protection and regional, urban and provisional aid and infrastructure, finance regulation, trade and tax reform, infrastructure and diversification, and services sector improvement. Notably, the Cuban economy, when compared to other developing countries and regions, has suffered due to the lack of foreign direct investment, that can play a role in aiding in growth and development, which is related to the political ideological constraints um, at the time. Along with this, the economic analysis and forecasting, budgeting, planning, and constrained, unlimited, or short-sighted financial management um, also play a role in the stagnating progress of the country. Note. The median one-quarter seasonally adjusted change in the variable is shown for the period. Um, so let's look at um, goods, such as manufacturing and agriculture, functioned or played a role uh, for 22.2 percent, and approximately the remaining 77 percent of the GDP came from the services sector.
1: So let's talk about Dominica. Dominica. There's an island in the Eastern Caribbean. It
0: has a population of 73,757 people. The country consists primarily of one island, over 750 square kilometers. The country is in the eastern part of the Caribbean and has 70% of its GDP derived from services. These services entail offshore medical education and ecotourism, as well as other services. Followed by this, 14% of it, of it derived from the industry sector. Industries such as soap, coconut oil, tourism, copra, furniture, cement blocks, and shoes. That was noted in the CIA's World Factbook. The growth rate of the industry was 1.6%. More over 14% of the GDP was derived from agriculture. The parts of the agricultural industry entail bananas, citrus, mangoes, root crops, coconuts, and cocoa. Evidently, the economy is not really
1: diversified, with it being primarily a service economy. Yet one of the highest income
0: countries in the Caribbean, the government, as of 2003, introduced plans to restructure the economy. The country has been impacted by the financial crisis due to the economic recession, as well as natural disasters. Some of the main issues include diversification, and service sector improvement, occupational segregation, labor market segmentation, economic forecasting, budgeting, planning, and constrained and limited or short-sighted financial management, regional urban, urban, residential and provisional infrastructure, environmental regulation, protection, policy management, and safety. So let's talk about the Dominican Republic. The Dominican Republic is an island in the Southern Caribbean. The country consists primarily of over 48, 1670 square kilometers. The country is in the southern part of the Caribbean, that's 62% of its GDP derived from services. Followed by this is the industry sector, which is 32.8% of the GDP to the economy. These industries include tourism, sugar processing, gold mining, and textiles. Additionally, there are other industries, cement, tobacco, electrical components, and medical devices. After is the agricultural sector, which complements 5.1% of the GDP of the economy. The agricultural industry includes primary crop cultivation such as tobacco, sugarcane, coffee, cotton, rice, beans, potatoes, corn, and bananas. Additionally, it includes dairy farming such as cattle, pigs, dairy products, beef, and eggs. Most of the labor force is employed in the services sector. At the time, the report noted that it was 64.7% followed by the industry sector, which employs 20.8%, after which is the agricultural sector, which employs 14.4%. Along with that, the average annual GDP growth is around 7%, and this is the result of multiple factors. Some factors that have contributed to this are governmental in terms of policies. As noted in the IMF report, the Dominican Republic remains among the most dynamic economies in the region, benefiting from a strengthened macro policy framework and external tailwinds. Continuing to note this report, some of the issues financially in this fr- financial sector have been fiscal policies and framework, monetary policies and framework, financial system issues, structural reforms, and structural reforms. Notably, the main issues are diversification, services sector improvement, occupational segment, segregation, labor market segmentation, human communication and international trade, economic forecasting, budgeting, planning, and constrained and limited or short-sighted financial management, regional, urban, residential, and provisional infrastructure development, environmental regulation, protection, policy, management, and safety, utility availability and distribution in terms of water, cable, telephone, sewage, and transport, and energy resource and consumption diversification, manufacturing, and process efficiency and optimization. So let's talk about Grenada. Grenada is an ocean archipelago in the Eastern Caribbean. It is located north of Trinidad. The country consists primarily of many islands over 344.5 square kilometers. The country is in the southeastern Caribbean, and that's 76.6% of its GDP derived from services, which employs approximately 69% of the workforce. Evidently, the economy is not strongly diversified, with it being primarily a service economy. Followed by this is the industry sector, which complements 13.8% of the GDP. The industries include food and beverage, textiles, light assembly operations, tourism, and construction. The sector approximately employs 20% of the workforce. After this is the agriculture industry, which complements 9% of the GDP. The agriculture agriculture industry produces bananas, cocoa, nutmeg, mace, citrus, avocados, root crops, sugarcane, corn, and vegetables. The sector employs 11% of the labor force, but the agriculture industry being such a minor contributor to the economy. The country is primarily dependent on importing goods and foreign investment. This highlights a possible food security issue and economic stability and financial security issues. Along with that, the average annual GDP is around 3%, and this is a result of multiple factors. As noted already with other countries, diversification and services sector improvement, occupational segregation, labor market segmentation, economic forecasting, budgeting, planning, and constrained, unlimited or short-sighted financial management, regional, urban, residential, and professional infrastructure, environmental regulation, protection, policy management, and safety. So let's keep going. Let's talk about Guadeloupe. Guadeloupe is an ocean archipelago. The country consists primarily of six islands over 1,628 square kilometers. The country is in the central part of the Caribbean and also has many uninhabited islands. The country has a population of 405,739. The GDP is about 8 million euros when this report was compiled. The country carries out 264.5 million euros in export, 2,002.7 billion euros in import. The country is leading customer, and providers. is France. In terms of wealth production, the tertiary sector accounts for 85.2%, which includes 12.7% from trade. Additionally, civil engineering accounts for 5.7%, as well as, agriculture, as well as agriculture and fishing provides 2.8%. Moreover, agriculture is an important sector in Guadeloupe, deploying 12% of the working population, and adds 6% to the regional gross domestic product. Mainly, there are two parts that are predominant sugarcane and bananas, which cover a third of the archipelago's surface area. Furthermore, in Guadeloupe, um, many people have jobs. For example, or exactly when this report was compiled, 125,000 people are employed, which is approximately 74% of the labor force. So the issues are highlighted again are food security issues, economic stability, financial security. And some factors that have contributed to this have been governmental in terms of regulation, policies, financial management, as well as issues with the human development climate. The main issues are some have been already mentioned. Service sector and diversification improvements, occupational segregation, labor market segmentation, economic forecasting, budgeting, planning, and constrained and limited or short-sighted financial management regional, urban, residential, and provisional infrastructure, environmental regulation, protection, policy management, and safety, possibly human communication, and international trade, tax, and regulation, social, fiscal, financial, and technological constraints, union
1: improvement, digital citizenship, and the availability of technology. Now, let's talk about Haiti. Haiti is a part of the Southern Caribbean is located on the western side of Espanola.
0: The Country takes up one third of the island. The country consists of millions of people and has a total area of 27,750 square kilometers. The country is in the southern part of the Caribbean and has, when this report was compiled, 58.2% of its GDP derived from services, which employs 50% of the workforce. After this is the agricultural sector of the economy, which contributes 21.5% of the GDP. And employs 38.1% of the labor force. The agricultural industry produces crops such as coffee, mangoes, c- coca, sugar cane, ice, corn, sorghum, wood, and vetiver. Followed by this is the industry sector which contributes 20.3% to the GDP and employs 11.5% of the labor force. The industries involve other textiles, sugar refining, flour, milling, cement, and light assembly using imported parts. Evidently the economy is not strongly diversified,
1: with being primarily a service economy. Yet one of the highest uh, at the time, it was had diplomatic relations driver with
0: many of the highest income countries in the Caribbean. With the agricultural industry being such a minor contributor to the economy, the country is primarily dependent on importing goods and foreign direct investment. This highlights a possible food security issue, economic stability issue, and financial security issue. Along with that, the average annual GDP growth is less than 10%, and this is a result of multiple factors, mainly being governmental, as well as related to the human development climate. So as, earlier, as mentioned earlier, issues include diversification, services sector improvement, occupational segregation, labor market segmentation, economic forecasting, budgeting, planning and constrained and limited or short-sighted financial management, regional, urban, residential and provisional infrastructure, environmental regulation, protection, policy management and
1: safety and human communication, and international trade, tax and its regulation, Now, some have noted that there may be reciprocity or concurrency between the previous issue in terms of human communication
0: and international trade. Uh, Also, the social, fiscal, and financial and technological constraints, complexities, and union improvements, issues in terms of digital citizenship and the availability of technology. Now, we continue moving on with the situational analysis and review. Let's talk about Jamaica. Jamaica is an island nation in the southern caribbean the country consists primarily of a surface area of 10,991 square kilometers the country is in the southern part of the caribbean and 72% when this report was compiled of its gdp derived from services which employs 64% of the workforce followed by this is the industry sector which means as 21.3% of the gdp and employs 19% of the labor force After this is the agricultural sector, which complements 6.7% of the GDP and employs 17% of the labor force. This highlights a possible food security issue, as well as economic stability and financial security issue. I hope we're noting the trends. Along with that, the average annual GDP growth is around 2%, and this is a result of multiple factors. Governmental, financial management, as well as issues with the human development climate. Let's talk about some of the main issues. Diversification and services sector improvement. Occupational segregation. Labor market segmentation. Economic forecasting, budgeting, planning, and constrained and limited or short-sighted financial management. Regional, urban, residential, and provisional infrastructure. Environmental regulation, protection, policy management, and safety. Now, I love the Caribbean, just like most of the Caribbean people. I grew up in the Caribbean. The goal of this conversation and dialogue was not to just shine on the problems, but note where issues were so that those who hear listen discuss sentiments from this episode will realize that there are issues, and these issues, when pragmatically approached, can possibly be ameliorated. So generally I've seen, there's a trend. That's the thing that I want to be observed in this episode. There's a trend in the Caribbean and Latin American countries and that there is a relationship between the level of human capital and the economy. To some, this relationship was obvious. To some, it may come as a shock. As aforementioned, we propose that financial and intellectual engagement, support, and strategies will directly impact the development of human capital. And as a result, it will eventually trickle down to economic issues in the country as skill acquisition occurs. And this from the perspective of the new chemist company's podcast division coincides with sustainable development goals. These issues are not just a function of the level of education and capital we admit, but the level of education is strongly correlated to the improvement of these issues. And given the status of institutions in the Caribbean, financial engagement, intellectual support, and strategies can directly aid in solution processes associated with these issues. So um, as we conclude, our view of some of the issues are highlighted and are generally observed in Caribbean economies. These issues are occupational and neighbor market segmentation and stability, food security, tourism, diversification, Tourism, diversification, and services sector improvement, regional, urban, residential, and provisional infrastructure, environmental regulation, protection, policy management and safety, healthcare management, referring to local and external resources, training, advanced care and networking, economic forecasting, budgeting, planning, and constrained and limited or short-sighted financial management, environmental control in terms of climate, invasive species, pests natural disasters, regulation, and support of infrastructure, international and local security and crime management, human communication, and international trade, tax, and regulation, social, fiscal, financial, and technological constraints, complexities, and improvements, educational assessment and policy analysis, and the changes associated with the structure of schools depending on the global, geopolitical, and social climates. Functional literacy based um, numeracy skills, adaptive curricula, financial regulation, trade and tax reform, energy resources and consumption, diversification, manufacturing and process efficiency and optimization, utility availability and distribution in terms of water cable, telephone, and transport, transport systems, improvements and availability in terms of airport transit, airways, scheduling, planning, optimization of these air, uh, trans, airport transit airways, Um, cruise ship efficiency, docking, cargo, loading, road and highways and overpasses and mainways simulation, skill absorption and integration into the labor economy, statistical and economic capacities. So um, investigators have noted that there are returns from higher education to the human development climate. This can be noted and looked at throughout the literature. So what do we propose? In this episode, we propose that through the use of qualitative analysis, possibly involving the like at scale, um, information can be gathered from citizens to discuss issues such as brain drains, as well as how education is complemented to these issues, as we have forementioned. Um, studying the economic context within the countries, possibly through the use of the Menserian equation. Um We also propose that insights, anecdotal insights and case study mechanisms should be um, elicited, used or improved if they're already being used. We also propose that surveys should provide information on firms, capital funds, and other institutions that can serve as information sources on how education has played a role in the success how we can reproduce that. Um, Moving right along, um, we should also look at how education has aided in success of companies and facilitated its role in impacting societies in Caribbean nations. We should also survey higher education nationals in the diaspora and locally and how they are functioning in terms of economic development for those respective countries. So this is what was gathered from this report. Of course, we, clay, we do not lay claim to all of the information out there. We just discuss the information that we found. There's still more things to do, still more things to learn. We don't reduce these issues to just these sentiments, but we do highlight these issues, hopefully in the spirit of improving the situation, stimulating financial, and intellectual engagement, support, and strategy. Thank you again for listening. Thanks for listening. We're glad you were able to tune into this podcast. Once again, this is The New Chemist, where we discuss chemistry, which simply put is the science of change, as well as the other sciences, careers, community, research, and COVID-19. Thanks again for listening. Note, the views on this podcast represent those of my guests and I.